0: What is up, guys? Welcome to the third out. I'm Bryson French here with Noah Witzke and we are gonna preview the World Series for you guys. We're looking forward to an amazing series. It should be good. Noah, are
1: you ready for this series? Yeah, I am. I think it'll be a very exciting series. Um, you know, maybe not to fans or fans that are new to the game. They don't really know the team, know the teams well. Not gonna be a whole lot of stars that people outside the game know of. But I think in this series, there'll be a lot of guys that really get really show what they're capable of in Arizona team not a lot of America has seen this team it wasn't on TV a whole lot so this is their uh kind of their time for Corbin Carroll guys like that to really uh show the country what they can do yeah it should be a good time for those new fans of the game to learn about
0: some new guys because these guys are there's a lot of guys you said Corbin Carroll definitely worthy of a lot of notice and stuff (laughs) Uh, so let's start out with that though so I have seen a ton of stuff on social media I don't know about you I haven't had I have a friend who's learning a lot about baseball. This is his first time really watching baseball this postseason he's he even noticed this and sent me something on it. there are so many people on social media saying that this World Series is a terrible matchup and nobody's gonna watch this World Series nobody wanted to see these two teams in it.
1: What are your thoughts on that? I kind I can see where it's coming from because it's not I mean this is the first time since what seventeen. That either the Astros or the Dodgers weren't in it. Something like that. So these everybody's not really familiar with these teams. You know, like I said, there's not like a huge superstar in the World Series. So, I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you're really you're excited for the matchup. But if outside of like really big baseball fans, I can see where they're coming from. Just because there's no star factor in it. That's really known. I think once there's a couple games in and people can see see guys like Corbin Carroll, you know, Corey Seager gets to show what he's about again. You know, all these pitchers. That, yeah, Adolis gets to show what he's got. All these pitchers that are really good for Texas get to show what they got. And they got, or everybody knows about those pitchers. And then on the other side, you got the Diamondback pitchers that pitched really well last series so yeah i think once a couple games get gets played i think that narrative will shift but i can kind of see where they're coming from from the beginning uh it's also the same reason i'm sure fox isn't wasn't very happy when they when these two teams got in with the tv rights and how many people are going to be watching it but i think it'll change pretty quick so
0: a couple of things that i've seen retaliating on this stuff towards social media first off my thought is If you're an Astros fan or a Phillies fan, of course you're going to say that. Of course Mm -hmm. you're going to think that. That makes sense. You're just a fan base in warning. You would say something like that. One of the things I saw on social media was everybody wanted an Astros-Phillies rematch. Nobody wanted the Astros back. Only the Astros fans wanted to be back. Everybody wanted the Astros to be out of it. Okay? We got the Astros out of it. Yes. Uh, Another thing was there's no 100-win team in the playoffs. Guys, this is how baseball works every year. I don't know. Like, the wild card is very valuable in baseball. Wild card teams are in the World Series and can win the World Series anytime. This is the two times the Cardinals have won the World Series since 2000. They literally had to play an extra game just to get into the playoffs. Uh, So, I mean, not that every team that wins the World Series is a wild card team, but, like, wild card teams have a chance in this sport, and that's part of what makes baseball so incredible. Kind of the same deal in NFL, not so much in NBA as far as, you know, and, you know, NBA, lower seeds can win it. But you kind of have an idea at NBA, like, all right, these four teams have yes. a significantly better chance. Like, baseball, if you come in hot, you are you got a really good chance. So the other thing I'd have to say is it's not like these two teams are inferior in any no, way. not at all. The Rangers held their division up until, like, the last game of the season, pretty much, or the last couple of games of the season. And at the All-Star break, these were two of the best teams
1: in baseball. Yeah. I mean Arizona kind of had that dip there in the that middle of the yeah middle ish end of the season July and August they forgot how to play baseball yes yeah, that's so, what cost Arizona yeah and before if they wouldn't have had that I don't want to say they would have pushed LA for the division but it would have been a little bit more interesting they had a sizable lead
0: at yeah in July and August and they just looked like the worst team in baseball for
1: two months yeah I like I think that. That kind of surprise, if you would have told me this team would have been in the World Series during that point, I would have laughed at you.
0: Yes, but if like, if we looked at it, if we went at the All-Star break, and we mm-hmm. said these are the two World Series teams, nobody would have been surprised. No. And honestly, they looked like teams that were on pace to win 100 games. Yeah. But Arizona's a very young team, and to go an entire 162 games strong is very tough for a young team. Very mm-hmm. tough for a team that doesn't have a lot of pitching depth. They were... They proved to themselves they were good in the first half of the year. They struggled in the middle because they're young. And then at the end of the year, they regained the confidence they had at the beginning of the year, got into the playoffs, came in hot. I'm just saying they looked like one of the most elite teams in baseball throughout, I don't know, three-fourths of the year. It's not that big of a surprise that they're here. No. It's not like they're that far behind a 100-win team.
1: Yeah, speaking of 100 wins, both of these teams lost 100 games 2 years ago. Yeah. And now they're in the World Series together. Two different paths to get there, too. Yes. I mean, you go you look at the Rangers, they went out, you know, sealed up their infield, and then this past year they went and got pitching in Arizona. they just grew and got their brought people up and just matured and then all of a sudden they're going from losing 100 games to four wins away from being world champs. I think we spent a good amount of time in an episode at
0: the end of last season talking about how Arizona was the next Baltimore. And yeah. so the the timeline we thought was we thought Baltimore would make the playoffs this year and be World Series contenders next year. And we thought Arizona was going to do what Baltimore did last year mm-hmm. and then kind of just follow one year behind, be World Series contenders two years out. But we saw the promise they had at the end of last year. Yeah, They just figured it out a lot faster than we expected, as did Baltimore. But yeah, they they brought it together. I'm, I'm just more shocked with Arizona, because the Rangers, I think... Yeah. Not that we predicted it, not that we knew it was coming, but like it, if you had told yeah. us it was coming, it wouldn't have been a shock with the yeah. pitching they signed, with the infield they've signed, with Adoles
1: coming up in the system, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. I think the biggest question mark we had with Texas was how they were going to hold up. Yeah. Because they were injury-ridden the last two years. I didn't like the age of the pitching. Yeah, age of pitching, and... Yeah, which injuries. Yeah. So but yeah, I mean I think we had a com- we had a conversation. I don't think we had it talked about it on the podcast yet. But yeah, we had a conversation about Texas and how it doesn't it doesn't make too much sense how everybody got hurt all at once and they're still super good. Yeah. They came back real fast. Like if you remember the trade
0: deadline was when a yeah. lot of those injuries happened mm-hmm. and they kind of saw some things there. That's when they got. Uh, that's when they got Montgomery. Yeah. But Jonah Haim came back. We thought his season might be over. Yeah, I think that. I think that's what sparked our conversation.
1: Is we Nathan started,
0: Evaldi. Yeah. We thought his season might be over. Yeah. And then Max Scherzer went down, and we thought he might not be back. So like, those are three different timelines, or at least the the
1: um, Scherzer thing was a different timeline a little later. But yeah. But they were still relatively all within. Yeah. A decent amount of time together yeah and you come into the playoffs and those
0: two pitchers you don't know what you're going to get out of them because Montgomery hadn't looked good so like yes they're a very good team they deserve to be here but injuries kind of held them back a little bit that's probably what kept them from being a 100 win team probably yeah I would agree with that yeah and like I said Diamondbacks inexperience and lack of pitching depth through the middle of the season really really cost them yeah they really really got thrown off But, I mean, they had, what, like a 10-15 game lead on the Dodgers at the All-Star break? like Yeah, something like that. It was just the Dodgers consistent pounding throughout the whole year that really got to them. But, yeah, they're a good team, so I don't want to see the disrespect on social media because I know my friend who's really getting into baseball, he's excited for this World Series. I mean, just watching the playoffs alone should get you hyped up for Adoles Garcia, Montgomery, Evaldi, all these guys, right? Texas alone should get you hyped up. And then, you know, in Arizona... You got Corbin Carroll. You got uh Marte, who's a big star. You got some good pitchers there. It's going to be a good World Series. Now, the other thing I have to say about that on an unrelated note, if this is just Phillies fans being sour, I was looking at the numbers and, and you mentioned Fox maybe not being so happy with what happened here. I think the Phillies are a beloved franchise kind of across the nation, especially with what happened last year. A lot of people like Harper, a lot of people like their attitude. But I've seen a lot of stuff, their network, their TV network, Arizona's is larger. The city of Phoenix, Arizona is bigger than the city of Philadelphia in population. Mm -hmm. And the sports network, whatever it is, you know, Arizona, I don't think it's Root Sports, I don't know who has Arizona, but their, their viewership numbers are bigger than the Philadelphia viewership numbers. So I'm just saying they're a quieter fan base. And they're probably a more localized fan base. Yeah, that's what that's what, that's what I was going to say. But they're there. And they are not far behind Philadelphia. And in some respects, they might have a candle to it. So, hey, this team deserves to be there. Their fan base deserves it. It'll, you know, the network's going to get plenty of attention, I think. My problem with that. Um, And then, of course, the Rangers. Obviously, Dallas is, what, like the fifth, fifth biggest city in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. So... Fifth, no, fourth, somewhere. It's, like it's that. New York, LA, Chicago, and I think Dallas, right after that. Something so, like that, yeah. Yeah, Dallas or Houston. No, I think Houston's for Dallas might be five. Anyway, point is, right. We got big cities in here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna
1: be. It's gonna be getting to World Series. All right. Um. we we'll hop into how these teams got here, or what else you, you want to do? A prediction. I mean, we kind of just talked about how they got here. Oh yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, do you, you want to do a prediction at the end? We got some other news to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let's let's do a prediction at the end. Um, let's move backwards now. Let's talk about the teams who got eliminated and what went wrong for them, and what's going to happen for them moving forward next year and stuff. Uh, you want Phillies or Astros first?
1: Let's start. Let's start with Astros because I feel like the Phillies are probably going to take a little longer. Yeah. Okay. And I got yeah because I got a decent amount of stuff to say about the Phillies. The Astros, I think,
0: like the whole season. They didn't feel as elite as they have felt in recent years. Yeah. And Texas felt on par, if not better. So like this series
1: going to seven games, not that shocking to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was a good series. Yeah. That that was yeah, that was we had talked about Arizona, Phillies being the best series. Looking, I think it may have been Rangers, Texas. I yeah, I could see that. It was it had a lot
0: of fireworks. Philly Arizona had late game drama type stuff, so yeah. they both had their ups
1: and downs. Yeah, they were both very very good series. I mean, two game sevens. Yeah, one round after right not there. having a yeah. winner take all game the entire time, yeah, you know, go down to the cha- to the the last two series, yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So they got the streak right. Mm-hmm. The Astros have been to what seven straight ALCS now. Yeah. Will they be back next year?
1: I think we—they always have the potential to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are like what are the odds? So, so I, it dep- I mean, you're—they're gonna have to get through Texas. Seattle's coming up. I don't want to. Who knows what's gonna go on with Seattle? Everybody I mean, expected Seattle to be better this year, honestly. But yeah, I, we'll see that they bounce yeah. back. Yes. So they're—they're at least have to go through Texas, maybe Seattle
0: don't have to worry about the
1: Angels anymore that was our big concern yeah you don't have to worry about the Angels who else in their division Oakland yeah so they should have a fairly easy division to get through they'll make the playoffs I think a lot of their stuff has to do with health too because they're all getting older they're kind of in that weird in between where they're a veteran team but they're also a young team at Mm -hmm. the same time um I would say it's probably fairly likely. Yeah. There's, um, definitely. there's definitely not a glaring hole where you, you look at it and be like, there's no way this team's going to be very good. Yeah. Or there's no way this team can't win, a couple, can't win a couple series in the playoffs. So, yeah, I would say it's pretty likely. Yeah. They're definitely going to be good again next year, I think. But I just think
0: that this team is going to start maybe d- deteriorating now. Yes. For a couple reasons. And I,
1: I put this on a TikTok, but I'll go – yeah, this TikTok that—not not to interrupt you, but right. you got the first four or five comments that I saw on it. You were just getting eaten alive. On this one? Yeah. No, I think this one didn't. Was this the one?
0: The one that you were talking about? The, the Astros? Uh, yeah, the Astros. No, so, yeah. okay. One comment said "trash take," and that was the only. Was that he the says, only? Oh. That was the only comment. No, the uh, the Jordan Alvarez one yeah, was the yeah, one yeah, I yeah. got lit up for. Yeah, he hit two home runs the day after. So okay, yeah, it was just because he got blown up by Montgomery everywhere. Yeah, I, I think
1: it was there. just because when I was scrolling through, yeah, yeah. I, those videos went back to back. Yeah, two ash. And I saw the trash trash take one. I was like, oh Lord. Everybody hated it. it? It's, it's like, like here we go again. But that's good though. Yeah. The, good trash. The, the more hate you get, the more viral
0: the video goes. So. Exactly. So anyway, point is though, yeah. One dude said trash take, and I didn't even like give a take. I just stated like contract yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I was reading. I read, I was
1: like, I'm try- and then I rewatched the video to see if you put any opinionated stuff in it whatsoever. All you did was talk about people being injured and people's ages. And like contracts and like what they play better, anyway. So let's get into this, right? Three, ca- three
0: classes of players. They got the aging veterans. You yeah. got, I, I would put in this category, you got Verlander, you got um, Jose Abreu, mm-hmm. and you got Michael Brantley. Okay, so these guys, they're not going to be better next year. And retirement could happen any given year now. Now, I think Verlander will be back next year. Would... Abreu should be back next year. Brantley, if he's just healthy, he'll be back. But the point is, you know, next year might be their last. The year after may be their last. Those three guys are holes that you're going to have to fill Eventually, relatively yeah. soon. Okay. Um, those guys are also taking a decent amount of money. And Abreu hasn't been good. And Brantley's not on the field a lot. Okay. Yeah. So holes you got to be ready to patch with those three guys. Okay, then you got the guys you don't have to worry about, which is second base, third base, DH. Yeah. Right, Altuve, Bregman, and Yordan—they're locked up for a while. They're in their primes; so they got like five years just left at the, at the least, right? Altuve is the oldest. Um, Bregman's pretty young. Al- Alvarez is really young, so don't have to worry about those three spots. But that's a lot of money cashed in there.
1: Yeah.
0: So, that's a major part of the team, falls into this third category of young guys. And the young guys, you need them to step up. If they step up, they're going to want big contracts and the Astros don't have a lot of money left because they're paying a lot of guys. If they don't step up, then you're in trouble. As far as, you know, <laughs> you, if you have I any guys don't step up, you don't play well, you have problems. So... That's the most interesting class. Is these young guys, right? Valdez, Framber Valdez is going to need a big contract. Kyle Tucker is going to need a big contract. Mm-hmm. I don't see both of those guys coming back. I think one walks. That might be a little crazy, but I. It's hard. I mean, Kyle Tucker might want three hundred million dollars. Yeah. And Framber Valdez may be looking for forty-five million
1: a year. I mean, if he might be looking for Garrett Cole type money. Yeah, and I I've seen a lot of a lot of talk about that same thing. Uh Valdez is most is probably the one that would leave. Yeah. Or that's that's what yeah. I've seen and what I've read and yeah. who's gonna have the most interest is gonna be him. Can you bring back both of them though?
0: I mean it's okay, if you're saying Valdez will leave, do you still get Tucker a three hundred million dollar player when you're already playing, paying all those other guys we've mentioned a lot of money already. So that's a question
1: mark. Yeah. There's def- are all the was this their last deal or last year on their deal? No, no, they got a year or two left, maybe. So yeah, I'll say I think it's, Valdez, it's, Kyle it's, Tucker might be coming up real soon though. Yeah, I'll say I, they're all coming up. I think they're probably one right after the other. I don't yeah. think the Astros are pretty smart about how they sign their guys, year. and yeah. I don't think they would never have a bunch of free agents the same year. Yeah,
0: the other young guys are the ones who I don't think we know what to expect from performance wise. And this is where you got uh, McCormick, Chaz McCormick in center field. He really played well this year. Yes. But that was kind of out of the blue. At least he's going to give you good defense, but is he going to keep playing like that? And if he does keep playing like that, he's going to want a big contract. Jeremy Payne is a big question mark to me.
1: Yes. He's one of those guys where you can see superstar potential. Mm -hmm. And then you can see a guy that barely league average at the within a week of each other. Yeah. I mean there's no consistency to him whatsoever.
0: Yeah. So, at basically what I would describe him as right now is a league average bat with elite defense. Mhm. Does that deserve a second contract?
1: Yeah. You know, they didn't bring back Correa. Yeah. Actually, I think I think there's some underlying issues with Correa yeah. with this yeah. injury and and such, but how much money do you pay that? Like Yeah. Just I feel like that could be a tough contract
0: to negotiate and get through. The pitching, man. We've mentioned two starting pitchers, and the rest of the rotation did not look good this year. Mm -hmm. They're going to need young guys in the rotation to step up. If young guys in the rotation step up, they're going to want money. I keep saying that. But Christian Javier, he's going to be nearing free agency real soon, too. And he had a down year. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, that is kind of what it is with with the Astros. I don't. I, like I said, like you said, I think they'll be back next year. They'll be competitive again. They got a real good chance of making it. Two years down the line, they may start to lose some players. They may start to deteriorate. Deteriorate. Seattle might actually be really competitive as well. I mean, Seattle's on the borderline here, and Texas is obviously going to be better next year. I just don't think this team can get any better than what they are right now. And it's just how how much can they with you know, keep at their current level without dropping off.
1: That's what I got on that. Dusty Baker retired, though. Yes, I think that's, I think that's a pretty big hit. Oh, he's a great manager. Yeah. um Now, who are they going to go out and get? Is it, is it the real question? And that the answer to that, may, yeah, that's. That's gonna be a decision, but I think that the answer to that question, who they're gonna hire, may answer if they're gonna be back too. Yeah. So, so that right. really has, I think that has a lot, lot of weight to it. Yeah. Also, the, uh, the other
0: thing I didn't mention about the contracts, they uh, um, that uh, the bullpen's being paid a lot, so that yeah. that also hurts them contract wise. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, ready for Phillies? Yeah, we can hop into the Phillies.
1: What cost the Phillies the series? Now, let's just... I'm going to look at a couple stats here. Okay, I got a stat too. Uh, I'm going to go... I thought about going the last seven games for the whole series, but they won the first two games, they looked really good, and then a a different team stepped out on the field once they hit Arizona. So, last five games, batting average. As a team, they hit 197. Extra base hits, they had twelve, over five games. Yeah, over five games. That's not good. No. Then runs, they had fifteen over five five games. So three runs a game. Not awful. It's below their average for the year. Yes, but wait it's it's pretty bad when you when I start talking about the the guys at the top of their lineup here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hits thirty one, um, five home runs. For a Phillies team that hits a lot of home runs, you had five home runs in the last five games of the year. Um, strikeouts, you, any? I didn't. We talked about some of these stats before. We hopped yep. on here, but you, you have any guess on how many strikeouts they had um, over, five, over the last five games? Uh, fifty five. Pretty close, fifty okay I should have just gone with 10 a game yes yeah. I yeah they had 11 in game in game Three. seven, oh, seven. Okay. game six the game they won six to one they had five okay and then ten the one they lost five to one uh eleven the ne- uh five to six and 13 one to two so there's there's a uh there's a pattern here. You strike out and don't score runs, you lose. Okay, so I just looked this up because the most interesting thing I
0: think you said was they hit five home runs in the five games. <laughs> if they had done that for the whole regular season, they would have been third worst in baseball as far as total home runs for teams. Yeah. That would have put them with the Pirates, the Nationals, and the Guardians. Yeah. So you know how many teams those, how many wins those teams get. Yeah. Without hitting home
1: runs. How crucial home runs are to today's game. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So then we'll move on to my first victim here. Nick Castellanos. Would you like to know what his batting average was in the last five games? Oh, the last five games? Did he get two hits? No. Did he get one hit? No. Zero hits? You might as well have tossed me out there at the plate. He batted zeros. Zeros. Come on.
0: This was the guy who he was like the most, getting the most attention when they were doing well through Atlanta and yeah. the
1: first two games. It was even game two up to up till game two. He looked really really good, mm-hmm. and then I I saw an interview which I hate interviews after big losses like okay. that with players because they ask the dumbest questions. How do you feel about the loss? Like I on. feel great, man. Thanks. Yeah, no, I'm like, what in the world... Yeah, and they they asked him something about how how good he was hitting, you know, before he went to Arizona, and then he was like, did something change when he went to Arizona? Like, what happened? Which, okay, whatever you mean. It's, Yeah, so, he, and he was like, yeah, I just stopped seeing the ball when, when we went to Arizona. Uh, essentially is what he said. Yeah. He didn't say it like that, but that's essentially what he said. And it's very obvious that he stopped seeing the ball. Um... He went. He had nine strikeouts. I think he went 0 for 32, something like that. Um, yeah. When in 19 plate appearances, he had nine strikeouts. All right. I'm trying to move on here. too. we'll save. We'll talk about Bryce Harper last. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, the one guy that one guy out of four. That's probably gonna have some somewhat positive stuff to talk about. Okay. You batted thirty-three uh, hundred, right? Or 33 3, Yeah, yeah, three thirty-three. Lord, not thirty-three hundred. Where batted 333. That Dude, that's like triple his regular season batting average. Yeah, with five hits, two homers, two RBIs, four runs scored in five games. All, all these stats are coming from StatMuse. So okay. They, I'm yeah. assuming they're yeah, right. Yeah, does a good. Yeah. yeah. Um, last two games though, did he get a single hit? Yeah, that that was my next thing. I'll just filter it real quick here and get the last two. Um, so he had one hit in the last two games in six and seven. Okay. Three strikeouts on eight plate appearances, one extra base hit. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the guy that's been tearing it up this whole series. Yeah. Disappears mm-hmm. game six and seven. I mean, that's when your team needs you the most. You just gone. Um, but yeah, so he, outside the last two games, the one guy out of, I'm going to talk about four guys, one out of your four-headed monster that looked, looked good here. Now, let's look here. Oh, yeah, Trey Turner, the next guy. What... You got any guesses what his batting average was in the last oh, five zeros? games? No. Yeah. Okay. He, he, he didn't get a hit? Uh, I know
0: he didn't get a hit in the last two games.
1: Uh, th- did he get three hits? He had two. So two he hits. hit 105. Okay. Uh, him and Cassianos were a combined 0 for 36, I think. 0 for 32. Some, something like that. Something, something In like that. the last two games? Well, their last thirty-six at bats. Thirty-six. Okay. Between the two of them, like, yeah, last thirty-six at bats. Okay. Um, I don't think Turner didn't get a hit. The last he he didn't get a last hit. He didn't. Yeah, the last three games. Okay. I last believe. three. Games. Yeah, last okay. three games he did not record now or hit. he record a lot now. So he didn't record <laughs> a single hit.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, right. another guy looked like the best player in baseball for since he got a standing ovation in Philly and then I mean the wheels just fell off. I don't know if it has something to do with Arizona pitching or what. We'll get into the what happened later. Yeah. Keep going on. But yeah, I mean, you any idea how many extra base hits in the last five games? Zero. Zero. Okay. On 21 plate appearances. That's my go-to answer. Yeah. Now, I will say he wasn't striking out. He but only congratulations. had four. He, he had still f- didn't get on base. Yes. But I mean that I would rather a guy get up and drill it uh, and you know at least okay. at, at least like he's seeing the ball. It's if you're going up there and striking out, you're not seeing it. He's at least seeing the ball, so this yeah. is at least correctable. He had he only had four strikeouts, so okay. but that, that's the one positive about his stats here. Yeah, last three games non-existent, like the whole series pretty much just. I mean was. It, the shell of himself is an understatement. Yeah. All right. Now, we'll we'll talk... Now, the last guy here. We got my guy, Bryce Harper. Last five games, you got any idea what his stats were? Uh, zero hits? He did... Ha- he, had, he had two hits. He okay, had two hits. He hit 125. Um. Another guy... He, any hits in the last two games? Yeah... yeah in the last... Actually, game four or no, game five. Yeah, I don't know why they have these dated so strange. Yeah, so game the game that was on the 24th and the 23rd, no hits. Okay, game on the 21st, he had two. Okay, but yes, yeah, so still I, another guy disappeared. Yeah, I mean, the, you got three Dylan. superstars. Not even stars. Four. I would, yeah. I would, yeah. I would say they're off pretty much superstars. Uh, you got Tur- Turner and Harper at least superstars. Yeah. Schwarber and Castiano, they're stars. Yeah. Whether what category of star you want to put them in is up to you. Fair. You got four stars, mm-hmm. two, you know, world class. I mean, some of the, the top ten players in baseball. Yeah. And you, let's go back to their st- uh, team stats here. The last two
0: games, I know the stat is, those four, uh, three guys. I don't know if Schwarber was included. In the last two games, they went like one for twenty one combined. Those, uh, yeah. Castianos, Turner,
1: and Harper. Yeah, that's why I think you said Turner was the one with one hit in those last two games. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. But yeah, you got, you know, four stars and you're hitting one ninety seven. Yeah. And, you know, these aren't defensive stars. No. You know, these are offensive stars. These are guys that are going in hitting. Have potential. Any one of these guys can hit 35 home runs in a year. Yeah. Easy. And they're big home run guys, so they're not
0: average. Yeah, they're not. But, hitting, uh, they're not hitting for average. But how still. many home runs were there? I mean, yeah. besides Schwarber. Yeah, home runs. Uh, where are these at? You, five. You said five and five. Yeah, games,
1: five. Yeah. And then what? Three of that was Schwarber in yeah. Arizona. Yeah, and, I was, and three of those were in one game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess that was the Schwarber game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. So, okay, but what we'll, we'll, caused it? That's. Yeah, That that's what we were, we're getting ready to get into. Yeah. Okay. Now. Really bad. Yeah, I mean. These getting, guys are clutch, too. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Yeah, this was what kind of. If they're going to lose, which them losing doesn't really surprise me, it's the way they lost that shocked me. Because the, these guys are clutch all the time. Yeah, I mean, Harper thrives in these moments. Oh, yeah. Turner, he same really thing. really thrives in those moments. I mean, yeah, I would say he probably thrives on it more than Harper does. And Harper really thrives on mm-hmm. it. Castellanos. Okay, not so much. Yeah, Castellanos he, was a bad last postseason. Yeah, he's all, he, he kind of shrivels up. Yeah. But this postseason, he'd be yeah, doing better. Yeah, exactly. But this postseason, he looked really good to the last five games. Uh, Schwarber. Big playoff guy. Yeah, so you got three huge playoff guys. I would probably say they're... You could argue any one of those guys... Can be the most clutch in a, any given postseason. Yeah, I mean Schwarber tore it up for the Cubs back in the day. Yeah,
0: in the playoffs, Red
1: Sox, Yeah. any
0: team he's been on, he's been killing the postseason. Yeah, but I don't know if he was so good last year. I don't remember. Uh, but I, anyway, I, 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 throughout his career, yeah, yeah, that's it was just shocking because you yeah. just did not expect
1: that. No, no like, and especially the way that they were hitting the fir- until they went to Arizona. I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't think the series was over because I knew they still had to go to Arizona, and I thought Arizona would win at least one. And they ended up winning two. Or well, I guess they played three in a row, so I figured they'd win some games at home. They got on a they got on that plane, and a di- whole different team stepped off.
0: What I think happened. This is my analysis. This team, like we said, these guys thrive off of the adrenaline, mm-hmm. off of the big moment. They love that. That's what they step up to. The big moment kind of felt like it was gone when they were in Arizona, in a sense. But, yeah. Right? We talked about this in our last podcast before Game 7. Yeah. We said they, you know, they had just had a big series with the best team in baseball. Their rival, right? Adrenaline's high. And then you come into this series, and you're at home, and your crowd's going crazy, and you're, you know, you're riding that high. You got that adrenaline still. And then you go to Arizona, and it's... And it's a... Yeah, it... So it doesn't feel like you need to be clutch anymore. I think that clutch factor then left them, and they couldn't get it back, in Game Six
1: and Game Seven. Yeah, I think they kind of—I don't want to say they—they obviously expected to win, and I—they knew that it was going to be hard, but I think it just—it got away from them. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have that—that fire, or you know, they, they had a bad game, or that walk off really sparked this Arizona team, and I think the fire moved from Philly to Arizona. You know, this Arizona team hadn't been there, so they were really playing for something. The Phillies kind of expected to be back in the World Series, especially yeah. they were there last year. Uh, they weren't really expected to be there last year. So they're like, okay, we made it here. You know, now we can build on it. Here, it's like we're, we, we're supposed to be here. yeah. And then it just, just left. And from a pitching note, you had... The guys in, in
0: Game One and Two for Arizona got beat up real bad, and the guys from Philly did real good. And so, as a pitcher, you come out that second time around, maybe you're saying, "Hmm, I gotta change things up. I gotta do something completely different to get these hitters." Whereas the Phillies pitchers might have been saying, "All right, we can just do that again," and they might have got beat off of that. That might have hurt them as well. Um, let's go. I got. I, okay. Another another social media thing. Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff on social media about him not being worth three hundred million dollars. How his entire season was—he had a nice moment with the fans, and he was clutch for half a postseason. And besides that, he was
1: a terrible shortstop. Uh, I mean, it was his first year in a new team. I think the first year of any big contract, you you have to throw out. Yeah. Especially when you're, you start off. In Washington, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're in LA. Mm-hmm. Now, turn around, you're in Philly. He's been moving around a lot the last year and a half. Yeah. So, and he was hurt too. Mm-hmm. So I don't, th- I don't think that's a fair judgment for him at all. I really don't. Because this- yeah, I mean, for big big contract. You you always have at least a whole first half a year. You have to be like, okay, he's got to settle in new families, his kids are in new schools. He's got a, a lot of stuff outside of baseball that he has to worry about. And he was, and he was hurt on top of that. If so. that first season, or if that, if that first half of the
0: season had been his been his entire season, that's a fair statement. Yeah. What's being said about him on social media is a fair statement. But it was not. And it was not just a cool moment with the fans. He was the best shortstop in baseball for the second half of the year with Corey Seager. Yeah. And... Throughout the entire year, despite the terrible first half, his accumulated stats still ended up being better than most shortstops. He was still like the third, fourth shortstop in baseball, despite a terrible start. Okay? I don't think that's fair at all. Plus, I mean, it's half a year of him being bad in the first half of the year. It's a slump. He got out of it. He's obviously a better player than that. He, he's he been, when he was with the Dodgers, he was the best hitter in all of baseball mm-hmm. by war. All right, you know he's not the greatest defensively all the time, it's whatever, but he's fast, he was perfect on stolen bases, and like I said, second half of the year, he looked exactly like he's supposed to as a hitter, and he carried that into the playoffs except for three games. Yeah, so everybody's going to go through a slump. Yeah, it's not like a contract, happens. it's not like he's not worth the contract. Now, seven years from now, I don't think he'll be worth the contract. Yeah, but that's that's
1: everybody when who signs a
0: yeah. what he's on a ten year deal. Yeah, ten year deal is a thirty year old as a speedster. I think that might hurt them late in the contract, but at, at this point I'm not like paying him thirty million dollars this year was not a mistake. Paying him no. thirty million dollars next year is not a mistake, okay? He's he's a good player, he's great, he'll be back next year, he'll be just
1: fine. Uh probably be back with a little bit of vengeance. Yeah. That's what I, the rest of them. Yeah, that's that's the, I th- the thing that I think this Philly team has going for them. They play with vengeance a lot. Yeah, and that's probably what hurt them again. Yes.
0: like I said, they they rode that high into Atlanta, into the home series, and then just kind of like the vengeance yeah. just
1: wasn't but there. I think live or I think losing in this series after losing in the World Series last year, I think will end up helping them. Yeah. Same story as the Astros though. Let's go down this yeah. lane real quick. They're
0: in that similar position. I don't think they can get better. Yeah, I don't think they can improve. Aaron Nola is a free agent this year. They may start to deteriorate faster than the Astros.
1: Yeah, but I think, I think this Phillies team can. I I think they'll bring back more guys than what okay. kind of we think. Yeah, or that we kind of expected to leave. I think they'll bring most of their guys back, if not all of them. I think they'll add a couple more pieces. They're paying a lot. They don't have yeah. a lot of room to improve.
0: Yeah, and they have a bad farm system. I I just feel like your only choice is to run it back
1: essentially with what you have, mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah, I think yeah they may get one or two smaller pieces, not like big spending money at all. Like they 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 did that the last couple of years. Yeah. They're not gonna go out and get like I don't know like an Aaron Judge or whoever. Yeah. They'll, they'll get a couple guys that are mid level deals that are not on their tail ends of their career, but they're in that bouncing around stage of their career. They'll get a couple of those jobs. Uh, their bullpen. Yeah. They'll seal that up. But yet I'm not saying they won't be back. I'm just saying they're not gonna it, be significantly better than they were this year. They're not gonna be
0: significantly better and they're gonna start losing pieces year by year. Yeah. And two, three years from now they might be just completely out of it and just have to try to figure out what they're gonna do with you know to restructure and to be competitive one more time with Harper and Turner on contract.
1: Yeah, but I think also that helps them is the division that they're in. you got the Mets. Marlins are, you know, up and down. You never know. They're they're on their up right now, though. Mm -hmm. So that's a team that they may need to look out for. The Braves are going to be good for the next 15 years, it seems like. So, yeah, and this is, you know, three, probably two, three years after they'll start losing pieces, but... In the immediate future, I think they'll be okay. okay. Next year, they'll be all right. Um, all right, ready to move on to other news, non-100 yeah. series news. Okay. Yeah, we a, we've been good. ignoring this for a little while. Yeah, so we got. I keep we keep talking about it, and mm-hmm. then once we do the show, we start talking. We open up, we start doing something. Totally, totally forget to talk about the news. So we got to couple weeks worth yeah. of worth of news to go over here.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you get the world's like all the playoff teams. It's hard yeah. to get through a bunch of playoff teams. We only had four teams to get through today. Yeah. So, um Bob Melvin been hired by the Giants, leaving the Padres. Yeah, this when... is a good team, but kind of a dysfunctional team. Yes. Giants have probably better management. Is yeah. you think do you think he went here for money or do you think there may have been an element of like, oh dude, this is a better
1: situation? I'm probably not oh, sturdy there. I, I think it's definitely because it's a better situation. Yeah. And uh, I think the ownership's probably a little bit better. And did you watch his, uh, like, introduction or whatever? Mm-mm. I I didn't see the whole thing. I saw clips of it on uh, social media. But dude looks ecstatic. Like, he, was, I saw somewhere, it's like, this is where he's always wanted to be and stuff like that. So I think it's been, it's been a long time coming, I think, of him going to the San Francisco we had talked about it a little bit before there've been rumors for months about yeah. him leaving. So
0: that said I I still don't expect the Giants to be better than the Padres next year or the year after maybe. I think yeah. the Padres have more talent and they yeah. they really don't have excuses. They didn't have excuses this year.
1: Yeah, that's I, I don't expect I wouldn't say I don't expect the Giants to be better. I don't expect them to be more talented. Yeah. Okay. They probably they might be a better team. They always find ways. That's that's the Giants. Yeah, the Giants, yeah, the Giants probably they always want to be there. Yeah, they always figure out ways how to win games, how to go to the playoffs, stuff like that. This Padres team hasn't. Yeah. So. Yeah, dysfunctional. That who is knows. literally two opposites, right? The Padres
0: have it all and can't figure it out. The Giants don't have it all and somehow figure it out. Yeah. So, and the Giants have been trying to spend the money. Mm-hmm. We saw that with the Correa deal fell through. The judge deal fell through, right? They've, they're they going after players. Bob Melvin probably knows that. Obviously, he knows that. You see in the news all over the place. So, yeah, he's probably confident. Like, they have a good foundation of guys. They probably want to buy a big guy for me to coach and play with. So, like, this is great. It's a great environment for him. Good for him. Um, the other one, Kim Aang of the Marlins stepped down. We thought possibly she was interested in the Red Sox job. Apparently not. Just kind of. No clue what happened there. She's gone. She did a great job as Marlins GM. Yes. I mean, the Marlins have a really good roster. They got a really good farm system. But she stepped away from that. We don't know details as to why. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It was probably a story we don't know here. Yeah. I think that's all there is to really say about it. Would have made sense for the Red Sox to be in that. But obviously, since she's not going there, something something else is going on. Um, The other thing, last thing funny note before our World Series predictions CC uh, Sabathia was on the Pat McAfee show today talking about Spider Attack back in the day when he was playing he said it was very prevalent uh, he was said he knew the guy who made the stuff but the dude never hooked him up or never told him that he made Spider Attack probably because he knew CeCe Sabathia would run his mouth and probably say something <laughs> and ruin it but CC was like dude I wish I knew it was there so that was a good yeah. funny take can you imagine CeCe with that stuff I've been wild. Would have been, like, you know, I don't know. Who who are the examples of it? Like, Siam, Trevor Bauer, like, you know, the yeah. vintage Garrett Cole. Like, not that CC wasn't that good, but, like, he would have been at that elite level, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Of striking guys out when guys didn't strike out as much. <laughs> yeah. That would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. But he had a good career anyway. It was just kind of a funny note. inspire um, tech has been around for a while in the league. You know, when, when they started doing the checks, like, the player checks after each inning... We thought it was, like, a big deal. We saw yeah. it a lot, and now it, like, it just happens and nobody really notices anymore. Yeah,
1: but, like, I think probably because they used to publicize it a lot more than what they do now. Like, the
0: inning would end, and, like, you see the pitcher walk over to the umpire, and you still sometimes do, like...
1: Yeah, it's not nearly as bad as what it used to be. Yeah. Like, they used to show it on TV when he's walking off. Now they cut to commercial, or they go, you know, do the Fox, MLB, whatever, mm-hmm. little graphics that they have. So I think they've kind of not take they've taken it out of the experience of the game and which I'm, much much better and I'm sure the umpires have learned the
0: quickest and most efficient way to like alright just feel the finger just feel this spot next inning like target what would actually you know th- yeah. the right spot and don't waste time looking at every location that kind of stuff so I think it works out real well alright World Series
1: prediction I haven't even thought about this I hadn't I hadn't either yeah cause usually you're kind of you're against uh, predictions yeah, uh, we we do a lot of preseason yeah. stuff. Yeah, we yeah, do a lot of. Prediction. Yeah, what are you talking yeah. about? well, <laughs> well talking. I should say we do a lot of pre uh, like preseason stuff. But once the season Mid-season, starts, mid season we update. Yeah. It? Uh, hmm. I'm looking at the graphic we got behind Bryson here. Yeah. I'm Rangers good... couldn't win at home. Do you
0: think that continues?
1: Yeah, they're
0: hosting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah
1: really won't go completely win this at all, yeah, But my, my initial the first thing that popped in my head was D-backs in seven okay I, I thought about it a little bit harder and I was like ah, maybe Texas and six because I'm looking at Evaldi and Seeger and Adolis behind you yeah
0: and I'm like
1: ah. but I'm, I'm going to stick to the first thing that popped up I'm going to go D-backs in seven okay I, I want to go
0: Rangers. I'm trying to calculate how many games it will take done. I don't want to sleep on the D-backs because obviously they can do anything. They're chaos, right? Mm-hmm. But it's hard to predict and rely on chaos. So I just think with Eovaldi, Montgomery, and Scherzer pitching twice yeah. each possibly. Yeah, that that was my thinking too. Right, Texas. I feel like the they got to pull four. But do they pull four and six or four and
1: seven? Most likely. Yeah, and this I, is definitely a six or seven game series. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it's a sweeper, yeah. even a five game series. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's it's gonna be a weird one, not a weird one. Just, God, it's it's a very hard one to predict. Yeah. Cause there's no t- like the the, the backs are just so unpredictable. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna say Rangers and seven. Rangers. Uh, I seven? want a long series. Okay. Uh, I think they can win at home it there they don't have a pool d-backs won't enjoy that so
1: all right anything else starts tomorrow no yeah comment
0: today yeah listen to
1: this honestly yeah we're recording on thursday so it'll probably come out friday morning yes yeah. So y'all no didn't mean just make sure you watch tune in you know let us know uh i'm sure we'll uh we'll be posting a lot throughout the series so make sure you like and comment on that stuff and sure to check out the tiktok yeah instagram
0: uh Check out our Twitters. You can see them on the screen now if you're watching on video. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. We'll see you guys after the World Series.